Hey guys, I just want to thank you guys for watching If You Can't Handle the Heat presented by Out of System. I just want to let you guys know about our new collaboration this month, the month of the NCAA tournament, allvolleyball.com. They're the number one volleyball retailer, and they've been around for 27 years, which if you're counting, is longer than me, Joe, and Micah. Excuse my language, but allvolleyball.com has given a shit about the sport and the community long before it was thought to be cool. And when you shop with All Volleyball, they take a portion of each dollar and put it right back into the sport. I mean, they got it all. Shoes, essentials, and entire uniform packages. They have the most popular volleyball shoes in the world. Oos for 20% off to use on their entire store. Again, 20% off on all of allvolleyball.com. Hit the link in the bio. Again, O-O-S for 20% off. Enjoy the episode, guys. You can you can handle the heat. Yeah. You can you can handle the heat. Yeah. Out of system, you can handle the heat. Booyaka, shout! Welcome back to another episode of Can't Handle the Heat. It's your boy G Swizz, joined by my brother Jokesy Jokesy. How are we doing, brother? What's up, everybody? And it is that time of month. It is the NCAA tournament time of month. So, what better guest could we get on than the former All-American Wisconsin Badger, a national champion? Team USA Middle, currently playing in Italy. The Dana Redke. Dana, thanks so much for hopping on the pod. Woo! Whoop, whoop. Of course. <laughs> of, course of course. And we back. Yeah, the last time we, we had you on, what was it? It Was was it last NSA tournament? Mm-hmm. The one before that. Or it was last even year. maybe yeah. previously. COVID time, maybe? I don't know. No, it was COVID time. You're at your home. I remember that now. I was at home, yeah. Um, well, first of all, first things first. Being overseas... Something that you learn really, really quickly is it's super hard to like stay in contact with like a lot of your ex, like ex uh, players at Wisconsin or in college or whatever. Have you have you stayed in contact with a lot of them, or is it kind of hard for you? Yeah, I've honestly stayed in contact with most of them. Um, they're like my best friends, and I love just being able to um, see like what they're up to, especially like the senior class that we had. Like everyone's mm-hmm. kind of doing their own thing now, and so. I've honestly been trying to like get a hold of a couple of um, girls for a while, but like they're working like nine to fives now, and right. I'm over here with a seven hour time difference. So trying to like find time to catch up has been a little tough. But no, I I'm just kind of like that person in general who always is reaching out online to like you know keep in touch. So I, I definitely still keep in touch with all my Wisconsin teammates for sure. That's awesome for us. For that's that's a thing you realize once you go home after pro for example I was home in the summer um after pro season and it's like what 11 11 right smack in the middle of the day of like a Tuesday or Wednesday and you're like hey you want to go play some pickleball or something like that and you realize you're like like no I have work I can't do that <laughs> and I'm like yeah. oh right that my bad sorry about that guys <laughs> every time I go home I reach out to some of my friends I'm like, oh let's, let's, let's go do this and like you realize like I have to work I'm like wait it is like a one o'clock on a Wednesday <laughs> every time I fails I'm like I work too just not this one week I only have this one week where I don't work so <laughs> I always forget that's funny that's awesome no that's super I like, like Gage said a big focus for us is on NCAA uh, championships this whole month and focusing around the women's tournament. I wanted to talk to you just being, you know, uh, NCAA athlete. We we spoke last week to Nicklin Hames. I want to ask you, like, now being overseas, this is uh, – now you're in your second season pretty much. Um, for you, what is something that you would yep. like to see um, 
taught at an earlier age and on the women's uh, side of all from a skill perspective like you being in the middle and stuff what is something that you like we were speaking before we kind of went live here that you've picked up a lot and you're learning a ton this year what's something from your um, vantage point that you'd like to see kind of picked up uh, in the American system yeah um, that's a really good question it's kind of hard to know that right off the bat just because everything is still kind of new to me and I'm like I'm learning a lot I just think like in general I think in America we are very um like skill oriented um which I really appreciate and here I almost feel like it's kind of like let's just roll the balls out and hit them really hard um and honestly I don't really know if I like love that especially being a young player and like wanting to develop my game at the international level but some things like in general i know that you said skill wise but like this is like the first thing that comes to my head for like players coming from like ncaa into the pro game is like we got to be changing the ball that we use and like probably using international rules um i think that mm-hmm. that like makes a huge difference i guess for middles not so much i mean yes like middle both middles need to serve in the international game um, but like for like outsides and passers, especially like the gap, I feel like is really hard to meet if that makes sense. Um, from like net or from NCAA to the pro game, uh, just from what I've seen, like, obviously I'm not a passer. I don't like know 100%, like the serving is like just, it's a different level over here. And I think it's has to do kind of with like the ball that we use, but, um, also just like the athletes that they train. I also just think like skill wise, I think like I've just gotten a lot stronger over here. Um, just, I don't think like one is necessarily like one training technique is better than the other, but I just feel like really strong. Um, and I don't necessarily think I felt that when I was um, in college. Um, I'm trying to think what else I could like say like skill wise. I think also uh, like as a middle blocker, like, at this level, my job is very different because like at in college, you know, I was just, I, I got set maybe 30 balls a game. And now it's like, I get set like 15 balls or 10 balls, like middles are just used like kind of differently at this level. And so kind of adjusting to that, but also just like knowing how to transition in a different way, if that makes sense also. Yeah. Um, because like, Again, despite like the the hitters are just so, so much stronger, the like the diggers are just so much better, and like you're not gonna get that perfect dig every time. So like just being more aware of transition is kind of something that I'm like struggling with a little bit, but um, I'm working through. That was kind of a lot I just threw out there. No, 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 no. no. The more you yeah. talk, the better, Dana. The more information you give, the better. Feel what, free. Yeah, no, what you- I will keep talking if you want me to keep talking. That's okay. <laughs> What is uh, what is uh, Coach Kelly Sheffield, his whole um, like in terms of preparing you guys to go overseas and play pro? I'm sure that's something you guys talk about, especially at a program like Wisconsin. What is something that he kind of forewarned you about, or like in training every day he spoke about? Because I know at Hawaii, for example, there's a lot of stuff they would speak about. Like when you go professionally, like this is expectations. This is like a skill set that you have mm-hmm. to kind of uh, strengthen. Um, what are some things that even at uh, University of Wisconsin? Uh, Kelly and their staff kind of, I don't know, made you aware of or uh, just kind of like 
established from from that point in your career yeah um so i think that like first off just like the mentality that we train with every day at wisconsin is like exactly what you need to have at the professional level like accountability is um definitely not as high from like an external perspective like from coaches from um i guess even like teammates sometimes i feel i just think that like there's a different culture around volleyball over here and i think like in college it was so team oriented and like you want to do so well for your team when like here it's just it's not it's a little bit different i think it's definitely like at the pro level it's a little bit more individually focused um so i think that like just like kind of preparing myself for that that was like the hardest thing to transition from for me i think um but one thing that he just did really well was like figure like we each had to figure out like our own ways to prepare for matches our own ways to prepare our bodies for practice um kind of like figuring out what you need in any specific moment whether that be like like warming up wise or like what you need to like if you need to get touches before a game if you need to you know like whatever you need to do like just making sure like that plan because over here like that there is no structure and i think that that is like maybe i don't know if that's just like a my team thing but it's very much like you warm up on your own you do everything on your own and so i think that like just like being aware of that in college and knowing exactly what i need has really helped like transition me um to this level i guess um i would also say just like some things that he did really well was um kind of just like like talk about professional volleyball like i think a lot of the times like in u.s like co college coaches don't necessarily know a whole lot about the pro game like which is fine because like that's really not like their you know their job their their area of like expertise but like we talked a lot about it just like individually and like what I was looking for and like, what are my goals and what do I like, where do I want to see myself in the next five years, next 10 years? Like, am I still going to be play like what, just like kind of talking through that stuff. And cause I think that when you don't talk through any of that stuff, you don't know what to expect. And like the transition is already so big as is moving to a different country and different team and all that stuff. So I think that just taking the time to sit down and, talk things out I think was just really helpful for me I have two questions to go off of that the first question so obviously yeah. it's a tournament you're able to watch Wisconsin and uh, did you watch Wisconsin throughout the year or NCAA volleyball throughout the year as much because oh, yeah. of time difference I definitely watched um there's a big time difference but I'm a dedicated fan over here I was up like at 3 a.m once <laughs> that's what I like to hear right there that's what I like to hear um with that being said, yeah. is there something, like, for example, when I watch myself, like, back in college, like, an old video or whatever, I sometimes, like, I'm like, oh, like, I hit myself on the head. Because when you go overseas, like you said, there's such a learning curve. Is there ever, like, a point mm -hmm. where you're just, like, you, like, see, like, either your old self or stuff when you watch MSA Volleyball, like, where it's, like, oh, these small things. And I didn't know better. Like, I, obviously, I had to go overseas to learn all this. Um, they just learn. They, like, they, oh, my. Like, you just see kind of the NSA like, level game where you're, like, oh, that would not be acceptable what that just happened there or this or that. Um, yeah. Now having experience I would overseas. Say, yeah. The one thing that I would see, I don't know if it's like an acceptable thing, but I just see like 
I remember like in college, like getting blocked touches for me was not that big of an issue. <laughs> like I just felt like I had a really good touch and feel for the ball on like by blocking. And now like hitters are just so much smarter, so much like more physical that like it's really hard for me to like make sure that I'm in the right place. Like the game is just moving at a different level. Um, is that kind of like what you're what you're asking? Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. I would also say that like tips in general don't fall a whole lot as like like just the defenders like read the game so much better and so i i think that like there's just certain i don't, I don't really know like exactly what but like you need to be crafty but i just think that there's like little things like that like off-speed shots that like are just read better at this level honestly yeah, that it's 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 a small thing. That's what I kind of know. It's like either like yeah. a little like making the really good play on the easy ball. That's the biggest thing that I learned. And my brother always harps on me, and a lot of people harp on me, um, and they are correct. Um, the second thing you kind of mentioned that Wisconsin volleyball talks a lot about professional volleyball with Team USA. Does Karch pay a lot more attention to NSA volleyball, or is he really focused on overseas volleyball, or does he could do a good job balancing both? um in what sense in terms of what he watches for example a lot of a lot of a oh. lot of time yeah yeah okay um i think that car just watches international volleyball more just one like all most all of the players that are like in the gym right now are playing overseas and not in college and like we're having some like young kids coming up too which is really exciting, but you know, you also he also needs to start looking like for that new talent. So he's, I think he's also really invested in NCAA volleyball as well, uh, just to see like you know his his new like prospects and who he can be bringing into the gym. But overall, like definitely knows the professional game super well. I mean, he's the best to ever do it. So he's he's really invested in it. That is true. So for I don't think our listeners realize for. Elite level players like yourself, once you guys are done with the NCAA tournament, how quick that turnaround is to going professional. Like, yeah. like I, I want you guys to talk about that timeline because, like, for guys, we have a summer, right? We have a full summer. For other sports, maybe they have a full off season that they can kind of get ready. But for you guys, it's a matter of weeks and in some cases, days. I was, I was, I was wondering if, like, mm-hmm. okay – Last ball drops, what is, whether if you're the round of 64, 32, et cetera, national championship, obviously you have left uh, less time to kind of prepare for it. But what is your mm-hmm. schedule like once that last ball drops um, and you're preparing to go overseas? And also, we're agents at the Final Four for you guys. Is that like, if they were present? There. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the last ball drops, and like, you got to start thinking about the future. Like, the next day like honestly it's the turnaround time is crazy there's usually agents at the final four um that you can't you're allowed to talk with them you just can't commit to anything um and so like just having like those conversations and uh like it's it's just it's so crazy like that like from the final four for me it was like you I want to like be in this moment because this is like my last was two games of my college career with like a lot on the line, but like also you have to start thinking about the future. And so it's just, it's a really kind of crazy dynamic to work through. But um, yeah, the timeline for me, like 
ball dropped the next day i was kind of like on the phone talking to um my now agent about like what what opportunities were available for me um and it just it it, it comes so fast by the time the ball drops the time i actually got into italy it was three weeks and that was actually a little bit long because i, was, I had some visa issues so like and before that right after the national championship i had a horrible case of covid so i was in bed for probably like five straight days <laughs> and then i go home and it's like i immediately have to start packing to <laughs> head overseas and so yeah it was about three weeks for me and um yeah the turnaround is it's crazy it's it's quick to pick up your life and move to a different country nonetheless <laughs> it's crazy yeah i think like you guys are my I tip my cap to you guys because that is insane because like like a lot of these clubs are looking for one they're like you need to come now because they want them december yeah they want them, yeah like now yeah they're like they're like oh you're our setters hurt we don't have a setter we need you right now <laughs> it's like uh yeah. i like, like you have a day. <laughs> we have a day to think about it before we find someone else it's like oh exactly my God. that's the business it's crazy and do you so you guys like you said you guys talk about overseas life but do do you, are you guys in communication like when you're in college with like a lot of the overseas players? So you kind of had like, cause like I said, you don't have like a lot of time to kind of like think about, Oh, I got to use to this or talk to all these people. But like I said, it's a matter of days and weeks. So do you have time beforehand to kind of talk about with other players or what to expect this and what to do with that? Um, or is it kind of learning on the go? Yeah. So it was for me, it was a lot of learning on the go, but I was really fortunate to have made the connections with the national team girls before since I was, um, I was on the national team in 2019. That was my first season. And so I made those connections with those girls. And so I was really like comfortable calling them just saying like, Hey, like, these are my options. Like, what do you think? What do you know? Um, like, tell me everything. And so honestly, I was kind of, a, I was a little grateful for that like week that I had COVID because it really like, that's all I did was just call, um, people that I've played with before and just been like, Hey, like, what do, what do I expect? What do I look for? What do I need to bring? Like, there's anything that you think I need to know? Like, what is it? And from there, I, it was just like kind of immensely preparing to and then eventually sign my, my contract and eventually like I was gone. Um, so yeah, I would say for like anyone wanting to play, the pro game, like call everybody, you know, and that can be me included. You can always call me. Um, because I just think that having there, it's such a, it's such like a niche group, right? Like not everyone does this crazy thing that we do. And so just preparing yourself the best way you can is I think the most important and, um, just talking to people that you trust, like you, you can never like, like make a bad decision that way. I think. Gotcha. And Dana, a quick break here. Um, and talking about people that you trust, whether it's a player, whether it's a coach, whether it's a fan, whether it's a son, a daughter, a mom or dad, we really we want to give a quick shout out to our newest presenting partner, All Volleyball right now, the number one volleyball retailer. They've been here since 1995. Uh, they support people just like Gage, myself, Dana, professional players, all the way down to the junior level, recreational level. They have everything volleyball, literally anything you possibly need. Guaranteed to get there under the tree before Christmas time. Um, they got every single ball, every net, every net system, knee pads, all types of gear, the best brands out there. 
Go check him out, olivevolleyball.com. Um, need to give a shout-out there in the middle here. Uh, let's get back to the program, though. Speaking of knee pads, Dana, do you wear knee pads as a middle? Yes, I wear pads. How, wh- can I ask you why is that? We play defense, too. That's true. That's true. That's true. But what if what if I I don't know. What if I were to tape my fingers though? You know what I'm saying? If I were to tape my fingers like for blockers, <laughs> would that be the same as getting knee pads for a middle? I don't think so. Why is I that? I think it'd be great. I think you should I think you should try. Well, That's oh, true. I feel like knee pads are just really part of the uniform also. That's true. They add a little they add a little pizzazz to it. They really like emphasize like I'm a volleyball player. That's true. That's true. So you got so for girls and this is vice versa for guys. In girls in college, you guys play with long sleeve jerseys for the most part. It's all Wisconsin. It has shorter yeah. sleeves, normal sleeves. But overseas, it's all cutoffs. What do you prefer, the long sleeve or the cutoff jersey? I think I love a good long sleeve jersey. I think it's Why is super. That? Um, I just think it looks really like sharp. I don't know. It's true. And also, I like I like it just because like. <laughs> It's a little selfish of me, but as a middle, like I'm in and out, so like I can just like stay uh, warm. This is true. This is true. Libero, I didn't even think about yeah. that. That's so true. That that honestly, as a middle, it's impressive that they come in and out and then like stay in rhythm because also, okay, yeah, you stay warm, but if you warm up, cool down, and then you're sitting there like in a cold arena, sit like in your sweat, you just I get so cold from that. Like middles do it the entire match. That's impressive. Yeah, it's that's not a very preferable <laughs> way. To... I I like actually forget that other people don't do that. <laughs> Come out of the game. <laughs> are there any are there any tips? Are there any like tips that you have for like staying warm or like staying focused or like being able to just like because also when you come out of that like you know that. I was about to say nine by nine. That's just in meters, I guess. Um, that uh, the when you come off the court, um, and you're just like it's super competitive. Mm-hmm. You're in it. You know, your uh, adrenaline's fire. And then you come off. Yeah, you still have the same competitiveness, but you know, you give yourself a chance to kind of take that break. Do you have any tips for like staying warm physically, but also like sharp mentally uh, and emotionally? Yeah. So physically i really like coming off the court i don't have that much of a problem like getting super cold um unless like you know like we're just killing it in one rotation but like usually it's like i'm okay like physically you got maybe a couple squats a couple you know high knees um and i'm usually good to go but like mentally it actually like it's really nice to take the, that the rotations out because i can like kind of see what's open on the other side by watching by other middle that's in um so like I'll usually come off like I'll check with my coaches if there's anything that they have to say to me or if there's just anything that, that you know is like they need to let me know. If not, I'll usually just go to the bench with my teammates and just talk to them, like ask what they've seen, and then also just like look for myself. Um, I know that like you know not every person is defended the same, but I can kind of like get the gist. Like if like the back row is always like if if uh, there's never an off blocker coming uh, like off for tips, like, okay, like I'll just make a little mental check of that. And like, if there's a time where I need, I need to tip a ball or just want to give them a different look, like I can do that. Um, what else? I think, I think that, that that's like the one thing that like, I think that helps a lot mentally is just seeing the game better and like understanding the game. 
and like just keeps me still focused on the task at hand. And then I don't know, emotionally, I'm I'm pretty high energy, so it's kind of hard for me to that. come down from that, honestly. So we're we're chilling there. I want to kind of ask a, qu- a few questions about Wisconsin volleyball in the tournament. Obviously, you've watched all the games. Is there any opponent where you're like, oh, got to keep my eye on those girls? Every game in the tournament. They had a, hey, that five, did you, were you nervous in the five-setter versus Penn State? No. Yeah, so actually, I did not watch that one. I won't lie wow, bro. just because I needed to sleep. But you know. It's a watch party at my house tomorrow because it's we're 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 up we're watching it all the way through. Um, but yeah, when I woke up this morning, of course that is the I rolled over and the first thing I did was open Wisconsin volleyball uh, Twitter, and I saw the scores and I was like, wow. I mean, Penn State, great team. Like they took Wisconsin to five um, in the Big Ten season, so we knew it was going to be a battle, but. Yeah, there's just something about the tournament. I've been I've been like so like giddy and excited that I've been playing in it. Just like the energy around it, just like the memories that I have from it. It's like uh I'll like sometimes I'll like go back and just like think about like sometimes rewatch the matches, like especially if I'm bored on like a bus ride, I'm like, oh like maybe I'll like look at like the pictures from, you know, that time or pull up a match or something. I don't know, but it's, I've been in such a happy mood because of this and I'm not even a part of it, but I'm just hey. stoked for, for everyone that's involved with it. You're part of it right here, Dana, right here in the heart. That's what matters. So it is so, the heart that matters. <laughs> so can you talk to me a little about the dominance over Nebraska that, that Wisconsin <laughs> has? What, I mean, I mean, it's every, it's every year just, dominating even when they're higher seed even when they're the favorites going in i mean what's it feel like going in like that i mean is it like is it something that you guys like yeah. pinpoint like on obviously every match is big but it's something like you know when nebraska mm-hmm. is on the schedule is that something that uh is highlighted by the coach or this team in any way um i would i would say like yes i i think i think like nebraska obviously like is always a great team and they always um you know they give they they give their all in every match and like that's just like who we love to play against and to just like play against that competition is like you know why you play this sport um but yeah i mean i think that like when you do have like a big match like that like it's going to be circled but i don't really think that like preparation is any different um we never like, yeah, like that's a big match for us and like just like any other like ranked team. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think that the matchups have been really great for us. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> how would you just des- how would you describe like Nebraska as a team like going against them? What are some elements of them that's pretty typical in terms of the style which they play? Um, or the type of players they have yeah. on their team over the years. What is like? Because I yeah. I have a certain way in my mind, but I think you have a way further, uh, more or just more experience. Obviously, playing in the matches and stuff, and understanding of the two different teams. Yeah, for sure. I think that Nebraska, like when you're going to play Nebraska, you know they're going to have a they're going to be a great serving team and they're going to be a great um, defend like defensive team. And, um, like, it's going to be hard to score. You really, against them, have to just 
play the long game and you're not going to put the ball on the floor on the first swing every time. You just got to make sure that you kind of stay in it and like win those transition points. Um, because like, again, they also have strong attackers like in their passing is really well, really good too. So um, playing, playing the long game against them, I think is, uh, is like, has been our key to success, I think. So what would you, now you describe Nebraska volleyball, what would you describe Wisconsin volleyball in terms of, the players you guys bring in yeah i think i think wisconsin is like just the way that we train and we go about things and of course i've never really like been in anyone else's gym to train or to practice or to watch but like just like super gritty like i just think that every match it's like we put our head down and we just work you know it's there's no excuses for anything there's never going to be like like we are just we are together we are one unit and like we are just going to grind it out and it's going to be hard to beat us and that's just i think the mentality that we have it doesn't matter who's the other side of that um i just i think it's really fun when you can just like like the hard wins are the best wins, right? And I think that's like yeah. what we want to achieve every every time. So I just think that like we were like Wisconsin's just a really pretty program. <laughs> that's what I would say. So pretty and passionate. That, yeah. That I I mean just obviously unfortunately we've never made it to a Wisconsin game because we're either in university or overseas, but just from the but we've fans. been but we've been to the boat ride. So we've been to the boat ride. So basically, so we meet all their game. fans. You know, um, <laughs> see, I've to, never been to the boat ride, so <laughs> what? Why not? I need to oh, make you it. Up you're not allowed way. to. You are you not allowed to? Is that why? And your schedule, national uh, team stuff. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I've. I would have loved to play in it, just never really worked out. I mean, I don't know. It's quite an it's quite an experience. I mean, she no. I mean, she, but with with, with constant fans. No, it, it seems awesome. I need to make it at some point. You got it. You got it. But with with. Wisconsin fans, is it like when it's kind of tournament time, is it just like crazy in the town? Or is it like, is it because that's like one of the only, not one of the only, but one of the schools where it's like, okay, you have a lot of premier programs on the sports, but for you guys, it's also volleyball. It's like top of the top kind of thing. So is it like mm -hmm. hectic kind of environment? Is there a different feel like in December for you guys in the, in the buzz in the yeah. air or something like that? I think I think in the field house, like once it hits tournament time, there definitely is this buzz. And I don't even know if I can really describe it, but like just people are excited. And especially I think like um my for like couple of years when we were so close to winning the title previously and then eventually like doing it. I feel like the like the fans like felt that also and just like wanted us like want want they want to see that success out of any team, but like just knowing like how close we've come, like the previous uh two times and then we were able to finish out last year which was awesome but like i think i think there is definitely like that buzz for sure just extra energy and i saw like yesterday they recorded that like the field house got to like 110 decibels or something like that which is like, holy nuts. so yeah love to hear that so very loud very loud what's it like going from a program like that and i'm sure you've I don't know if you've kind of described your teammates about the facilities you have at Wisconsin or like a big college in America. What's it like going? Cause people mm -hmm. like, here's the thing. People have this idea of professional volleyball and, and obviously, especially Italy, like, Oh, like 
all these facilities, they have everything, but it's, I mean, you could say better than I can, but it's, at the end of the day, it's really not like that all the time. Like, they have really good facilities, and they have this and that, but in terms of facilities, in terms of stuff at your disposal, resources, resources America tops it all in my, it, just the universities top it all, it especially Wisconsin. It it's unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. tried to talk to, it, like, it really explain is. your like, teammates? Yeah, I try not to talk about Wisconsin too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, actually, they like they'll call me Wisconsin sometimes. I don't know why <laughs> they thought I was from Wisconsin. It was just it was a big situation. But um, no, yeah, it's actually crazy. Like how fortunate we are to be able to play college athletics and the resources that are available to us. Because here, it's just nothing. Like I. Okay, it's not nothing. We actually ha we have a lot of resources, and our facility at Monza is beautiful. Really, like our our gym is, it's it's beautiful. Um, but like when I like this, our our arena here in Monza it holds like about four thousand maybe. When I tell um, my teammates that like I've played in front of nineteen thousand people, they're like, "What? What do you mean? Like where? Like I need to see this." Like they don't really believe that. And when I tell them I played in front of. 7,000 people every night like they're like what um yeah and then they then the, then the next question is like well why is involved like why don't you have professional volleyball in America and I know that that's a different conversation I know it's starting up but like it is like people really do want to watch it and invest in it um but like even like the facilities wise like when I show them like pictures of the locker room that we had uh at Wisconsin they can't believe it like it's just it's a different level. Um, and like here, it's like, you just, you know, you have your locker and your showers and that's it. And um, I think, I think that my club here in Monza, like we have a lot of resources available to us, which I'm really thankful for, but that's definitely not the case, like across all professional sports. And I would, I honestly think too, Oh, and when you add like the charter planes on top of it, like we were talking earlier, like <laughs> I'm coming, we're coming back home at like 7am, 6am from a bus ride and I used to hop on a charter plane and be home in 30 minutes. Like, it's just kind of crazy when you think about that. Um, but it's, yeah. When I think of like professional volleyball, like real, like what you would think of like a professional setting to be and like, you would probably, I would like, you know, NCAA volleyball like is as professional as it gets in terms of, you know, mm -hmm. what they offer for their athletes and like the way that they conduct things. And like, that's, I mean, they have the money to do it. So yeah that's that no yeah we do the same <laughs> guys ask us questions all the time and we explain to them we're like no like literally you don't really have to everything's there for you anything you might your laundry everything you don't you're everything. not doing anything everything is even the other you. day i was talking to a teammate of mine and i was like or i was talking to jordan thompson i was like oh you know what i miss <laughs> it's like i miss <laughs> having snacks at practice yeah. and she was like <laughs> She was like, yeah, I miss that too. And um, one of my teammates was like, what do you mean snacks at practice? I was like, yeah, like yeah. in college, like you would have this, like this, this room, the center where we would go and you could just take any snacks. She's like, you just take it. You don't pay for it. I was like, no, you just take it and you leave. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. yeah. And so that was something that I missed. <laughs> is that something you missed the most? Like, what is, is that the thing you missed the most? Or is there something like specifically you missed the most? Oh, no. I, 
I think like what I miss the most is like this might sound like kind of interesting, but like or just like I don't know if it's gonna sound the way that like I'm wanting it to say, but or wanting it to sound. I miss like playing for something bigger than myself. Um, like, right now, it's like yes, I play. I still play a team sport. Yes, I play for like my club, and I do love my club. Um, but like, so much hard happened at Wisconsin that like that's just like something that I wouldn't like change for the world. And like, I think that like just through like all the hard stuff, like we we built this program, and it's bigger than anything that like I could have ever like thought like thought that I would be a part of. Um, so I that's what I miss the most is just playing with like these people that I've played with for five years and have become my best friends. And that isn't to say that like, I, I really, I love my club here. I love my teammates here, but it's just, you build like the building up of something um, and then kind of like reaching the top and like doing what you can like you set out to do. Like there's just never going to be something like that tops that for me. Um, in this current moment. I mean, I hope that there's other things that top that. Like I do have aspirations to, you know, win an Olympic gold and stuff like that. So I think when that time comes, but like, that's probably like the one thing that like I miss the most, which like, it's not a tangible thing. Tangible things were great, but yeah. No, we get that. And, and that's the thing about, at the end of the day, professional volleyball is a business at the end of the day. And not that college athletics exactly. is not, but like you said, you're, you're four years with some of the close people you'll ever meet in your life. And that's, we're very fortunate on our team. I have my brother on my team. We have another guy, Jordan, who's been playing with since we were 11 years old. Colton, who we play with in college. And, uh, and the three other Canadians who were like, we're all really young team. And there's something that I didn't experience last year on my last team, my first pro season that I'm experiencing now. It's like, we're, I feel like a young team, like, and our club has always been like a mid-level kind of team, but it feels like, we're doing something special for the club, so it feels like we're fighting for something. And that's, like, something I missed last year where you're just like, man, like, especially at Hawaii and especially at Wisconsin, you're, like, you're fighting for a whole state, mm -hmm. you know, at the, at the end of the day, and it's bigger than yourself. And so I'm very, very fortunate about that, and I'm definitely soaking it in. But playing for something bigger than you is definitely, like I said, you, you, you put on the Team USA jersey, so you get that, and you're lucky. You, I mean, yeah, you're very fortunate sure. that you get that in the summers especially. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, that's just, I, we just have one more question here. We're, we, we're going to let you go here. Um, who do you got in the national championship? Wisconsin. All right, but there's got to be someone Georgia. playing. You got to play someone in the finals. <laughs> you got so On the other end, you got oh, Stanford, San Diego, Texas, Ohio State. Texas, on the other side. Ohio State. Man. Oh, man. I didn't like actually write out a bracket, but I, that's, that's a, that side's tough. Um, oh man, you guys, you know, I, I would love to see a Stanford Wisconsin matchup again. Ah, uh, a little payback. I like that. <laughs> Personal vendetta. I, I would love to see that. Um, I mean, I think Texas had an absolutely fantastic season to do. I really don't know too much about San Diego, but I mean, obviously they're a great team. Um, 
I don't know a whole lot about Ohio State either, but I think I I think it'll I would love to see I would love to see either like Texas, Wisconsin, Stanford, Wisconsin. Yeah. Ohio State beat. Yeah. Joe Joe's Ohio State, so but we're but I mean if any of those four teams match up, they got size and they got they got they got a lot of firepower. So that'll be a very interesting matchup. We we just wanna say thanks for hopping on. It's always a pleasure having you on, Dana. Um, we wish you the best luck in Italy. And just remember, if you can't handle the heat, goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Out of System.